Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Neil Humphreys joins us. Uh, Neil, our murder mystery of the day today. You are, I don't even know what this is, so I'm excited to hear what this is because you, uh, you, you told me earlier that this is going to be something I might know about or might have lived through. So. Yes, indeed. This is, believe it or not, this very week mm. will be the 50th anniversary of what is considered to be his last official killing. Uh, there were rumoured to be others, up and uh, maybe in 20 odd killings, but there are at least sort of seven that are considered to be definitive killings of the Zodiac. Oh, killer. the Zodiac killer in California. Exactly. Now, Whoa, 50th anniversary. That's right. Late 60s, that's right? That's right. I, I, looked, I was looking oh. at various. I spent my time looking up serial killers yeah, for this yeah. show. And I looked this week, and sure enough, the Zodiac Killer, just for those of us who don't know, was the pseudonym of an unidentified serial killer who Mm. operated in Northern California Mm. from at least the late 1960s and some say into the early 1970s. Oh, is that right? But the last, as I say, official killing of his took place on October the 11th, 1969, which will be 50 years next week. So that will be a fascinating time to look at what is one of the most fascinating and perplexing yeah. uh, cases because it really has no clear suspect at all. And it had people, I, you know, I was, I was young at that time. I was, you know, five, six years old at that time. But I even remember that just had, it had people freaked out everywhere because they didn't know where he was going to strike next. No. And, you know, who, the, who this, well, he or she, right? We yeah. don't know exactly, but, exactly. you know, who this person was. So, yeah, carry well, on. Well, let's, let's let the listeners know a little bit about him. Yeah. So four men and three women between the ages of 6 and 29, it was very, very random, which made it so terrifying. Mm. There was no pattern or Mm. logic to the people he picked. Police could not figure it out. It seemed to be very indiscriminate, were targeted. And actually two of them were survived. They only became attempted murder. And the Zodiac himself claimed up to 37 victims, which has never been disproved one way or the other. These people did actually die or were targeted. They just couldn't be sure if it was him or her or not. He, the name Zodiac came from himself. He called himself the Zodiac Killer because almost like Jack the Ripper with the famous Ripper letters, yeah. the Zodiac Killer sent letters himself or herself, we'll say him just to say that, sent letters to uh, the police uh, and so to the media in the Bay Area of that's San Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, they, he would send taunting letters telling them about victims that he'd, he'd, he'd already created or made and victims to come. And he sent cryptograms. So there would be all these symbols and, and codes for, for police to try and crack. And they never did. They never did truly un, uh, crack the wow. code of who he was. So this thing went on for several years. As I mentioned, the last victim was a guy called Paul Stein, 29, shot and killed on October the 11th, 1969, in San Francisco. He was the last official one. Now... The Zodiac Killer is like no other murderer because apart from the fact his or her identity has never, ever Mm. been disclosed or even gotten close to, he was obsessed with his own reputation, his own media. It was almost as if he did it more for the fame. He started sending these cryptic notes. He even started to leave clues, actual clues Mm. of the trail of death behind him. Wow. Taunting 
actually taunting the police, the San Francisco police, the Californian police, the media of the day. As I say, completely random. Uh, it began in uh, December 1968 when he shot two teenagers in a parking lot. Uh, seven months later, he shot two more people in a parked car. One of them survived. And it was only then that they started to realise it was the same guy because local newspapers started getting these letters from someone anonymous, anonymously claiming to be the killer. And that's when the taunting began. He would start his letters with, and you can see why as a child you'd be terrified. Mm. So you've got this killer and he's starting his letters with, this is the Zodiac speaking. I like killing because it is so much fun. fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. Wow. And he would taunt the media. He would taunt the police. He would promise, anticipate upcoming killings. He would carry them out. He would leave clues. In one of the last killings, he actually mailed a piece, which was later identified to be authentic. He mailed a piece of his victim's bloody shirt to the Chronicle newspaper. So mm. here you've got a killer. Not only is he killing randomly and indiscriminately, he's doing it all over the state. He then starts sending clues of his own uh, identity, of the kind of killings. He starts sending pieces of clothing, Eesh. and he has these cryptograms that were never cracked, these codes, and no one ever found out, A, who he was, mm. B, why he was sending these cryptograms, these coded messages, and C, why it just stopped. Hmm. Why it just stopped. They don't know. I don't know what your experience was growing up in America at that time, but to this day, there are some suspects, and I'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, well, you know, I grew up in, in uh, the Midwest in Chicago, so we were not close to it. Of but, course. But, uh, you know, it did obviously make the news, and I can imagine that for anyone living in, especially Northern California, uh, they were very, very concerned about it. Now, we had our own... Uh, serial killer, a guy called John Wayne Gacy. Yes, the clown. Uh, yeah, the clown guy, and he buried, you know, killed and buried children in his basement of his house in suburban Chicago. So, you know, we had that going on um, as well. It was kind of the age of serial killers for yeah. some reason. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe they were copycatting each other. But interesting, you know, in the 2007, there was a movie called Zodiac with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, which came out and Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, uh, who who was um, who was uh, apparently playing the Zodiac killer himself. So, th quite an engaging film but again you know there's no there's no real answer as you point out it just stopped and what happened to this guy did the killer die did he just you know get whatever right well this Who is the, this is the theory i mean that that movie you mentioned the robert downey jr mm. movie is based on robert graysmith's sort of book called mm. the zodiac which is meant to be the definitive study of these serial killers he did put forward a suspect uh, a man called Arthur Lee Allen. Hmm. But it, again, it was based on very, very circumstantial evidence, which was Allen had been interviewed by police from the very early days of mm -hmm. the Zodiac investigations and was the subject of several search warrants for a 20-year period. So San Francisco police clearly felt that this Arthur Lee Allen was possibly uh, the Zodiac killer because he'd been reported in the vicinity of several of the killings on the day of the attacks. Mm. Um, and also he came to the attention of police in 1971 when his friend, uh, Donald Chesney, reported to police that Alan had constantly spoken of his desire to kill people and used the name Zodiac. He kept saying oh. Zodiac to his friend, to this guy, Donald Chesney. Got it. 
and uh, he, had, he was caught with uh, firearms. And as I say, he was in the vicinity of the area of, on the night of, of a, a couple of the killings. And, even, and the guy himself, he died in 1992, hmm. this Alan, two days after his death in 1992. So what is that? That is almost 25, 24, 25 years mm. after the original killings. They executed another search warrant two, year, two, uh, two days after his death in 1992 hmm. and completely ransacked the entire Allen residence, but still didn't find enough to suggest he was or he wasn't. Wow. Um, apparently, a letter was sent. Uh, there was other evidence. A letter was sent to the Riverside Police Department, uh, was, taped, was typed with a similar typewriter that he apparently owned. Uh, he owned a wristwatch, a Zodiac brand of wristwatch, hmm. this guy. He lived in the area, as I mentioned, minutes away from where some of the people were killed, but all very circumstantial. DNA tests didn't confirm him, didn't link him. So, as I say, here we are, 50 years to the week after what is the last official killing of the Zodiac Killer, one of the few serial killers to actually taunt the police. Mm. This is me. You're basically sending coded letters to the police saying, this is me. I am the actual killer. And he provides evidence within the letter to prove that he was the killer, saying things that only the killer would know. Only the person who killed that person would know this stuff. He puts it in the letter. He leaves clothing. He sends clothing from victims to the local media authorities, uh, media and local authorities. Never gets caught. Never gets caught. And to this day, they still don't have a clear idea of who the Zodiac Killer was. It, it was interesting, too, because around that time, the early 70s, 71, is when the movie D- Dirty Harry came out. Correct. Right, with Clint Eastwood. And it, it largely was based upon uh, the Zodiac Killer. Absolutely correct. Right. And a great film, by the way. Oh, fan- Scorpio was uh, his Yeah, name. Scorpio, exactly. Yeah. A fantastic film, which, of course, spawned the Dirty Harry series. Um, but if, if anybody in Singapore hasn't seen Dirty Harry, uh, Google it. I, I think you can see a version of it online. I'm, I, I don't recall. I've even, I bought, I love that film. I it's bought it on Blu-ray in yeah. Singapore, and yeah. I, I still own it. Blu-ray, wow, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it was, you're at, well done, you're absolutely right. I think the movie came out in 1971. I think it's 71. 71, yeah. so yeah. that's only three years after yeah. the last official uh, killing, that's right. Yeah. Uh, directed by Don Siegel, the great, late great Don Siegel, who collaborated with Clint Eastwood on his early movies. Mm. A very, very, some would say very right-wing, vigilante kind oh, of movies. Yeah, vigilante cop kind of. Yeah, yeah, very much in vogue of that time because crime was high in American cities. So you spawned Dirty Harry, you spawned Death Wish, you actually spawned the, the who's those guys on the New York subways, in the, the, the actual vigilantes oh, in the right. 70s. Yeah, yeah, used yeah. Used to wear yeah. the red hats, um, uh, red... Um, uh, Samaritans, something Samaritans, but you literally had vigilante groups, yeah. you know, on in the, Chicago as well, on the subway systems yep. because yep. there was this feeling that there was this crime, uh, this serial killer almost epidemic. You are right, by the way. The FBI has said that because of the media, because of the explosion of media and the beginnings of cable television and so mm. on in that time, it was a very quick way for disturbed individuals to become famous, to become celebrities. So you have one serial killer, it spawns other serial killers, and then you have to kill, I think it's four people to, mm. be, <laughs> to be defined a serial killer, right, according yeah. to the FBI. So it's not a coincidence that in the late 70s, in cities across America, there were spawning this, and I hate to use the word culture, but certainly this serial killer culture. But, yeah. And on that point, to bring it full circle, this week, the movie Joker is released. Yeah, right. 
about that very issue, a broken down city, Gotham, which is meant to be New York in the 70s, a broken down American city, almost lawless, very anarchic, spawns the serial killer Joker, which almost brings it full circle because you mentioned Gacy, uh, of course, who literally dressed as a clown. It was a clown like the Joker. We talked about um, the Zodiac Killer. Very much in that milieu, that, that, that idea of loner, lone man against society, against the community, fighting back. It, unfortunately, it was very common in 70s America. Mm. You've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Did I use six shots or only five? That's uh, with a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in in the the world, world. to blow your head clean off. off. (laughs) And it's brilliant because, ladies and gentlemen. Dirty Harry, 1971. I'm not giving the film away, but there's hardly any listeners below the age of, I don't know, 50 who hasn't seen it. But I'm not going to spoil it. Do watch it. It's on KY. I think it's even on Netflix, but he does it twice. And it's pivotal. He does it once yeah. at the beginning and once at the end. And they are directly linked. It's, it's great <laughs> screenplay writing. It's a brilliant speech. And here's the thing. What's the most famous Dirty Harry line? Well, that's it. That's it. Probably, well, that's the it? speech. There's a speech. But there's a, there's a famous, go ahead. Oh. Make my day. Yeah, make my day. Yeah. Everybody thinks yeah. that's in Dirty Harry. It isn't. It's in one of the sequels. It's it Magnum this, Force, maybe? Yeah, it's or? like the second or the third I one. I think I'm it's Magnum sure. Force. But that's yeah. the most famous line from A man's got to know his limitations. That's another great right, line. That was the one from Magnum Force. So he has these great yeah. lines, but the, the one in the original <laughs> film was the speech. Did yeah. I use six shots or only five? Yeah, yeah. To tell that's the truth, I've kind of forgotten myself. It is a great, <laughs> completely over-the-top speech, but it's brilliant. Uh, well, fantastic. Our murder crime mystery today, the Zodiac Killer, right here on MoneyFM. Thanks, Neil. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.